Welcome to Episode 9 of the Glorium Deo Podcast, where guests share stories of faith, service, and perseverance. I'm your host, Mike Thompson. Interviews for this episode were recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic and Hurricanes Laura and Delta. In this episode, we're going to hear from David Aguilard and Carol Spruill with Catholic Charities of Baton Rouge. They'll describe a range of individuals who have been helped by Catholic Charities as the group works to follow the Gospel's call to serve our neighbors in need. As we started our conversation, Aguilar described the career path that brought him to the executive director position at the organization. Growing up in a Catholic family where our Catholic faith and our work to help our neighbors was always very important has always influenced me. I had always just been motivated to do work of service, to have a profession of service. My first sort of encounter with that was in high school, doing volunteer work in high school with uh, inner city kids, continue that in college. And then I went into journalism for a while. I think a lot of what attracts people to journalism, not just me, is there a certain idealism of finding stories of people in need and being able to tell those stories and see an impact of the work that you do. And I saw that. I worked in New Orleans. I worked in St. Louis. You know, did stories on people having difficulties with physical disabilities, income disabilities, health care, and saw the results of that, saw good come out of that. After a while, I had an opportunity to take a step forward in my career and work for the state of Missouri on Medicaid and Medicaid expansion and welfare reform. And so I made that switch and worked in government for a while. Then I got into healthcare, came back home to Louisiana, settled in Baton Rouge working for Our Lady of the Lake. Then after working in healthcare for a while, Katrina hit. Uh, I started volunteering for Catholic charities. One thing led to another. There was an opening for the executive director position here, and I applied for it, and here I am. I have to say that of all the various things that I've done that are service-oriented, that are reaching out to our neighbors in need, applying my Catholic faith in an effective way, this has been the most inspirational and uplifting and challenging position that I've ever had. The breadth and scope of what we do at Catholic Charities really continues to amaze me just every day. One of the group's effective programs helps boost the literacy and school readiness of young children in low-income families by offering in-home training and resources to parents. We know that working with children, with their parents, in their homes is the most effective way to have an impact on children's school readiness. And so we brought a program into Point Coupee called Hippie, Home Instruction for Parents of Preschool Youngsters. And we see parents who have never been to a parent-teacher conference before, who have never read to their children, beginning to do that. We see measurable improvements in their school readiness scores. And then also we see this transform parents as well. Parents who have felt like they didn't know enough or they felt like their education wasn't high enough to help with their children, they get motivated themselves. Carol Spruill mentioned Darius and LaShawn, a couple whose lives were transformed by a short-term housing program for working low-income families. Darius and LaShawn, they're working more than one job usually, but they're still not able to make ends meet. 
So Darius and LaShawn moved into our apartments at Families First, and that's a program, a housing program that's short term, but it's an opportunity for parents of young children to get their finances and their life in order. They want to make a better life for their children. They started out with budgeting, went on to savings and improved their credit, and then by the time it was all over with, they took our first time home buyers class, and now they're homeowners. Because of the success that they saw in their children through parents as teachers, LaShawn and Darius were both compelled to get their GED. From there they went to trade school and now Darius is a welder and LaShawn works as a security guard. And their children are just shining examples of what can really happen when programs like this wrap around the whole family to help them achieve the life that they were meant to live. Next. Aguilard shared the story of a homeless pregnant woman named Patricia. One of the ministries we have to serve the homeless is called the Sanctuary for Life. And that is a unique ministry in the state of Louisiana. As far as we know, it's the only home of its kind where if you're homeless and pregnant, we have a place for you. And the program has had over a 90% success rate in women who go through the program, they deliver healthy babies on time, they leave and they're able to establish their own homes and have jobs as well. We recently had a graduate of that program, her name was Patricia. She was homeless, she was pregnant, no place to go. She moved in to Sanctuary for Life and after being there for a while, we also helped her reconnect with two older children. She delivered a healthy baby, and she credits the counselors and the support services that she got at Sanctuary for Life with being able to make that change, not only with her infant, but improving her life and her relationship with her older children as well. Catholic Charities also works to help former inmates avoid returning to prison. It is a special service that we have had in this community for decades. The recidivism rate for people who go through our Joseph Holmes program is about six times lower than it is for the general ex-offender population in the state of Louisiana. We know what to do, how to keep people from returning to prison. And it's getting them out of the situation and the environment and the temptations that brought them into prison in the first place. So Joseph Holmes is a residential program that we offer mental health support services, group counseling, housing that requires, again, similar to Sanctuary for Life, and also throughout a lot of our programs. We require people to not just receive services from us, but to get actively engaged in improving their lives and setting goals for themselves of employment, of education, for savings. And so Joseph Holmes is one of those programs. While they're in Joseph Holmes, they are required to pay a little bit of a fee for program services and a place to stay. They have to make deposits into a savings account. They need to be engaged in either seeking employment or being employed. And then after a maximum stay of about 18 months, they move on. Aguilard also described the unique role Catholic Charities plays after a natural disaster. What we are especially committed to is the long-term recovery. You know, after FEMA is gone, after some of the agencies that have come in and helped with the cleanup and helped with debris removal, after they're gone, we're here to help with those most vulnerable cases years after disaster strikes. People who are vulnerable in the first place, a natural disaster can knock them into a place of permanent non-recovery. Matthew 25 tells Christians they have a duty to serve the hungry, 
the thirsty, the stranger, the unclothed, the sick, and the prisoner. Aguilar described the joy he finds in this daily work. Pope Francis, after he became Pope, talked about the joy of the gospel. If you believe in the gospel, if you believe in the message of Christ, where we're told, where we are taught, that the way to follow Christ, the way to practice our faith, is through acts of charity and generosity to our neighbors. And not just charity in the sense of putting a dollar in somebody's hat and sitting on the corner, but charity in the full meaning of the word, which is a transformational love, which is just as the love of Christ transformed the world. You know, the world has been different since Christ showed us through action and through preaching how to love God, and how to love God is by loving one another. So charity, the work that we do, is we try to offer services that will transform a person to be more fully human, to be able to participate more in their community. And it's the call of the gospel. And so we need to be involved in the lives of our neighbors, in the betterment of our community. And I find for myself personally that when I do that, I find the joy of the gospel. I have meaning and purpose and a lighter step in my daily life when I see us being effective at helping people from difficult situations and helping them not only deal with the situation and the, and the material need at hand, but you know, doing it with the love of Christ, being motivated to assist them and show them their true value, their complete human dignity, because that's what it's all about. This concludes another episode of the Glorium Deo podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate us on iTunes and like our page on Facebook. To volunteer or financially support Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Baton Rouge, visit their website at ccdiobr.org. Thanks for listening.